I want this evening to um, say a few words about the Acts of the Apostles. So our first reading tonight was from the Acts of the Apostles. And you may have noticed that all through Easter, our first reading every week has been from the Acts of the Apostles. And it is all through Easter time. And the book, The Acts of the Apostles, it describes what the Apostles did after the Lord Jesus ascended up into heaven. It describes in particular how they spread the news of Jesus Christ, starting from Jerusalem and going very symbolically ending with them having reached Rome itself, the centre of the known world as it then was. That these apostles, these were the ones who had lived with Jesus, who had seen him, who had heard him speak, who had watched him suffer and die on the cross, and had then, to their amazement, seen him after he rose from the dead. And their encounter with the risen Lord uh, transformed them, invigorated them, filled them with confidence such that they went out to the ends of the earth, telling people about him. Just as he had sent them to do, to go make disciples of the nations. And everywhere they went, they established the church. So as we heard in our first reading there, in each of these churches they appointed elders, which is the Greek word presbyteros, where we get the word priest. And with prayer and fasting, they commended them to the Lord in whom they had come to believe. So through their work, the church spread everywhere. And the particular point I want to draw your attention to tonight is the speed with which the church spread. Because the speed with which the church was blessed in its origins is one of the signs of the proof of what the church is. That it's something beyond itself. That yes, on one level, the church is human. It's made up of humans like you and me. But the life within her, the thing that makes her the church, isn't of her, it's of above, it's of God. And the signs of the life of God within us are the signs that the church is of God. And one of those signs is this rapid proof with which God blessed the establishment of his church, sending it out, spreading it in those early years, proving the truth of the founder, proving that Jesus was who he claimed to be, namely God. So the First Vatican Council taught this solemnly in the year 1870, said this rapid spread of the church in its origin was one of the signs of credibility the church itself, by its marvellous propagation, is a vast and perpetual motive of credibility and an irrefragable witness of its own divine legation that we come from God. So let's think back for a minute to what the early church was that 
group of apostles and in a sense envisage how many difficulties the church had in spreading the news of Jesus Christ. So to start with, the church faced persecution. Persecution from the Jewish authorities, then persecution from the Roman authorities. In addition, the church faced ridicule that the intelligentsia of the day, the Greek philosophers, they ridiculed the Christians. Ridiculed the Christians because this Jesus was from nowhere. He wasn't an educated fancy man. They ridiculed the Christians for their very message. This Jesus having risen from the dead in his body. That to the Greeks that was an abhorrent thought. They, they had a disgust for the body. They were spiritual people. And they didn't want the, the resurrection of all the dead that the Christians taught either. Then the church was accused of being an unpatriotic religion because the church everywhere it went said you shouldn't worship all these little national gods, you should worship the one God. And that was said to be unpatriotic. And maybe toughest of all, she taught a moral code that was demanding. That in a, a world of the Greek and Roman promiscuity, the church came and taught, in faithfulness to Christ, a demanding sexual and moral code. And with all of this, unlike some religions, she taught this with peace. Not seeking to spread it with the sword, but with merely the word. And so for all of these reasons, at a human level, you would have expected the church to fail. For all of these reasons, you would have expected the church to have died out almost instantly. And yet, on the day of Pentecost, the first day of the church, 3,000 were added to her number that day. Within the lifetime of the apostles themselves, the church spread throughout Asia and to the, to the center, to Rome itself. And then by the middle of the second century, St. Justin was able to write, There is no race of men, whether barbarians or Greeks, among whom prayers are not offered through the name of the crucified Christ. So that by the year, just 313 AD, in the Edict of Milan, the emperor himself submitted to the Christian faith. And the point of all of this is how did it happen? Not by the will of man, not by the intelligence of those apostles, but by the power of God. So as we hear the Acts of the Apostles being read to us throughout this Easter season, let's recall the power of God being manifested in what it describes and give thanks to God for that, that life that is still among us today.